0: Hi, I'm Jackie DeWay from Masterpiece Uganda, and you're listening to the Masterpiece Podcast.
1: I dedicate this song to the common people, caught in the middle
0: of this common evil. So inner peace is the driver, and then to contribute and not to extract.
1: From all of these young people who have been so 100% into creating change. So, we
0: urgently need a new vision of progress that is fit for the century ahead of us.
1: Welcome, friends. Welcome, listeners. It's the inaugural episode of the Masterpiece Podcast, voices from our global community of changemakers, artists, and more. I'm your host and member of the core team, Marc Fonseca Rendeiro. This week, we kick off the month-long celebration of 10 years of Masterpiece, and we saw this as a fun opportunity to launch a podcast where each week... We will hear from a member of our community. Today, we're specifically talking about inspiration. What leads a person to want to take their talent and their energy and use it to help others and make this world a better place? It's the spark that one could say sets everything else in motion. And we're exploring that today on the Masterpiece Podcast.
0: Hello, my name is Marian Dragomir. I am from Romania and I'm a teacher.
1: Marian, I I wanted to start with life before Masterpiece for you. uh, Masterpiece may have existed, but there was a time before you knew what Masterpiece was. Tell me about Marian in that time. Um,
0: I can start by saying that I really love to travel. And my first travel was in uh, 1998, I think. When, uh, you know, Romania just came out of communism, it was a very bizarre period for us. Mm-hmm. I was in my 11th grade. And uh, lucky for me, I entered a program of uh, exchange students. So I went for uh, a semester in uh, close to Edinburgh, where I studied my 11th grade. So that was my first, uh, let's say, um, reality check outside Romania. And it was very interesting because... Uh, uh, I got to use my head because I went alone. Hmm. I, I went to London. And then with a the map, like all people are doing a long time ago, <laughs> I started to see how should I get to the train station? Uh, how should I get to Edinburgh and stuff like that? Because the family that hosted me were expecting me not in London, but in Edinburgh. So I, I was like 17 years old. And I came with a very old Russian plane because that was the norm then from uh, Romania to London. Yeah. But it was my first uh, exit out of Romania and it was very interesting. So this uh, was my first trip. Then uh, I did a lot of other stuff. I did a university, a master's degree. I started teaching because I'm a teacher. I teach Romanian, English, and Latin. Mm. And then... Uh, uh, since 2008, I think, I started uh, joining different European projects, yeah. continuous <laughs> youth, in, uh, youth in action and other stuff. And um, I really started uh, doing also training as a trainer from 2012 or 2013, when I really started to understand how are these projects managed, what should I do and stuff like that. So. This is my life before uh, uh, Masterpiece. Uh,
1: w- was teaching something that you, even as a child, that you knew you wanted to do? How did you come to that as your sort of profession?
0: So my aunt is also a literature teacher. Hmm. So each time I, when I, we went to her house, you know, like a visit, uh, she said, oh, don't uh, eat, don't do anything. Let's do exercises. Let's read and stuff like that. So I think uh, (laughs) she was a great impulse for me. Also, now, my cousin is also uh, an English and uh, uh, Romanian teacher. He's part of Masterpiece, too. Uh His name is Marius. So (laughs) uh, it's like a small tradition in our family.
1: There came a moment where you had your first encounter with something Masterpiece. Uh, Could you talk a little bit about that first time and then how that first time of encountering Masterpiece resulted in action.
0: I was in a training in London. Uh, It was a very interesting one in 2015, I think, April or May. I don't recall exactly that date. And um, we had one day off. And uh, I checked before everything that was free to visit in London because uh, for Romanians, it's pretty expensive with our salary. And uh, I ended up in the British Museum which was free, I don't know now. And uh, walking into the British Museum, uh, I met a friend that uh, I knew from uh, some other trainings, uh, a friend from Bulgaria. And um, I, I. he was uh, wearing a T-shirt and... Uh, Um, I really liked the color of the t-shirt because it was uh, something uh, very red, very big uh, and very nice. Uh, The design really catched my eyes. (laughs) And uh, I started asking him, uh, oh, nice t-shirt. Where did you buy it? Because I want to buy one. Uh, In that period, I really liked to have uh, like collections of t-shirts from my travels. Mm -hmm. I still have a lot of them, but uh, uh, now uh, I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. But then I used to do this, yeah. and um, he started to say, "Oh, it's not you can't buy it. In fact, it's an NGO that uh, um, it's uh, we are part of because he has an NGO in Bulgaria. We are part of uh, as a club out of this NGO. It's called Masterpiece. And uh, if you want, uh, you can search the internet and uh, maybe they can give you a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, and." Um, I uh, in yes in 2015. Then uh, I emailed uh, uh, Masterpiece headquarters. I got a uh, message, and uh, slowly they asked if there is a Masterpiece club in Romania. I really searched about it, but I found Masterpiece. Like a piece, not piece like from no. peace, world peace, you know? Like
1: a work of art. <laughs>
0: yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just so masterpiece and it was a, rap, a rock band. Mm. But in uh, Romania, no masterpiece club. Mm. And uh, from then, uh, I thought I could uh, do like a club. And um, I established the club, I think, in 2015 uh, in September. Yeah. If I recall
1: Interesting how it it goes. Never underestimate the power of a t-shirt. Uh, that's yes. the lesson I'm taking away. Um from from the time that you you started a masterpiece club uh to now. I mean it's been uh, more than at this point more than 5 years. Um what would you say is or are some of the biggest differences from what you were thinking and how you even just the projects, the ideas from then compared to now?
0: So uh, the first idea is that I made uh, an NGO Mm -hmm. and uh, my NGO's name, you know, like the umbrella because you have to have an umbrella. Mm -hmm. It's called Masterpiece Row, not Romania, because uh, it's illegal in Romania to have the name of the country in an NGO. But in 2016, in January, I did this NGO, which I'm very proud of it, especially since I've been working in different NGOs from 2008. So it was a long time, a long process that I really learned what to do with an NGO. And uh, we started in 2016. We we were uh, three persons, Hmm. the founding members. Out of these, uh, the others withdrew because they had uh, other plans in life. One is a doctor and didn't have time. And uh, another uh, left, I think, for USA. Hmm. So I was the only one that uh, left. But uh, I gathered more people. Now we are nine members uh, legally representing Masterpiece in Romania. Uh, and uh, we grew because um, we did a lot of local activities. Also being a teacher, I had a lot of uh, connections with uh, the county inspectorate and the Minister of Education. And we did a lot of projects. Uh, one of the biggest is still running. is called the Schools of Peace where we have a curriculum we did it and uh, we implemented in different schools so this is a running project it's our longest running project and also peace walks it was the first peace walk uh, my city had in 2016. unfortunately in 2020 we didn't have the peace walk but we have a cycle walk with bicycles because we can uh, but it was around uh, the city of now this year we didn't have it unfortunately because uh, our uh, rates of uh, covid are uh, very high, and uh, we didn't get the uh, approval but uh, we did a lot of other activities and small peace walks during uh, the twenty first of september twenty twenty one in different uh, smaller communities across uh, the county, so we kept the tradition, but we reorganized, let's say, redid it. And uh, now we have, like I told you, nine founding members, let's say, legally members, and uh, 50 other members and 100 volunteers. Something like that.
1: And and I think in a lot of the work that you're doing, um, obviously you have a lot of contact with uh, clubs in other countries, uh, the larger community. I can imagine there's lots of things we can say are interesting about your interactions and your work, but what intrigues you? What uh, do you find most interesting, even here in 2021, uh, every time you, when you cooperate, uh, working on programs together with other countries, people from different walks of life?
0: We started in 2016, and uh, my first um, activity was in Georgia, a boot camp. Uh-huh. So when I had the, yes, in 2016 I think it was, uh, we, I had the pleasure of meeting everybody, even uh, one of the founding members of uh, Masterpiece, Ilko. Yeah. Uh, yes, and um, it was a very full of impact for me because uh, then I knew to whom I should be friend and I befriended everybody That's how, uh, for instance, we had projects, Erasmus projects or international collaboration with most of the countries, uh, especially from Europe, because uh, it's easier with uh, these projects to manage that. But also, I kept in contact with um, Nepal or India because they have great leaders and uh, they are really, really inspiring, although it's a little bit a different paradigm of uh, seeing activities but uh, you can get inspiration from them mm-hmm. also from uh, kenya it was very interesting to meet uh, the uh, leader from kenya because uh, you know i read from books but now i really seen it live so it was very impressive for me hmm. and um, now um, i don't know if you know but uh, we are doing a larger projects with uh, Masterpiece Netherlands, sure. which is the coordinator of uh, these activities. Also Masterpiece Slovakia, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Albania. Uh, also, we had uh, different projects with uh, Croatia, with Igor. So um, I can say that uh, we became friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The key is to be friends because uh, passing from money, from activities, in fact, at the end, you will remain with uh, the idea of friendship, which is, I think, the basis of each and of a good collaboration. So I can say that uh, friendship is the basis of my collaboration with the uh, different club leaders, and there are a lot of them that are very, very good. And um, I'm looking forward to meeting especially the European ones, because we will host in in, uh, December uh, the European boot camp here in uh, Ployest. So my city is called
1: Hmm.
0: It's it's, It means rainy city. (laughs) And it's very, very close to the capital. It's like 40 kilometers from the airport.
1: Yeah, you have a rainy city. Uh, You're now biking. Uh, This is sounding more and more like the Netherlands. Yes, except
0: that we don't have a lot of bike lanes. So it's pretty... Not dangerous, but it's it's not Netherlands. But we are starting to really be part of the European Union. So hmm. thank God that we are part of European Union because it uh, when we joined in two thousand eight. By the way, so when we I started also these projects, uh, it, they pulled us from our ways and made us not Europeans because we were Europeans then, but they made us. Look to the future, let's see. This is Peter Ndongo from Masterpiece Kenya, and you are listening to Masterpiece
1: Podcast. What, what gives you... I mean, you've, you've certainly named some things, but recently, what gives you hope? Because there's always that element, right? Our world has the examples that encourage us, and then we also have the things that happen everywhere and anywhere that can also be discouraging. Uh, but when you think about the future and the work that you're doing, uh, what gives you... What has given you hope, uh, perhaps recently, that you when you were participating or observing, you thought the future is going to be better or good for people?
0: This past year, let's say I was a little bit uh, uh, down because uh, of COVID, of course. Yeah, it's been tough. But uh,
1: um,
0: I think the best learning experience is that we cope with COVID through online, like here. So especially youngsters uh, are uh, maybe turning... Uh, away from just uh, using the phones as devices to stay on TikTok and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe they can use it in in a different way. So uh, also in Romania, I think all over the place, um, distance learning or distance work has uh, been very in the forefront of this uh, pandemic. Mm. And the future, I hope for the future or uh, I think of the future as a place that I might not recognize this year, maybe in four or five years, because I'm very anxious and curious, what are these uh, youngsters going to do when they will be in their 30s? So, uh, my future is a future where uh, I can uh, be teaching or I can be working from any place in the world. I can be a volunteer from Romania up to India or Nepal, as I said, Mm. without... uh, moving from my computer. So this is also something that I'm looking forward. Although I have to say I'm a big fan of face-to-face interaction. Right. But um, the future might surprise us. I hope in a better uh, way. And after finishing with uh, this pandemic, uh, we are going to see something else, a new world for sure. But uh, I can't exactly say how it is going to be. But it will affect everyone, even the working of an NGO. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we are doing now, I told you about um, big projects that we are doing with the uh, Netherlands or other countries. We are doing blended uh, mobilities, yeah. which is something new. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, uh, some of the people are uh, face-to-face, some are just joining on the computer. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to see after the pandemic ends, what is the world going to look like and how uh, these apps and uh, the internet is really going to help us. Because why not? If uh, I had a problem, maybe a doctor in uh, New York can operate me
1: here in Romania. Aha, yes. The blended living in the end. Yes, yes.
0: So I think this is going to be the future. I'm looking forward. I don't know if it's bad or good because I can't project that, but I'm looking forward to see
1: how it is going to develop. Marin, you, you put it very, very uh, well. And also, um, yeah, I, I I see exactly what you are seeing, or I'm seeing it through your eyes right now. And I... I like it. Uh, I want to say thanks so much for taking the time and uh, really being our first guest on the uh, Masterpiece podcast. And I think that you'll be back on the program. We'll be discussing more uh, of the kind of work and the kind of inspiration uh, that you have experienced and that you see. So thank you so much for joining us.
0: Uh, also, thank you for inviting us, uh, inviting me, us as as my team because I have a, a whole team in uh, my back. Let's say that is supporting everything that we are doing. And also, I'd like to say happy birthday, Masterpiece.
1: <laughs>
0: Excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. And looking forward to our next uh, call and uh, we can get into into depth in uh, what we are really doing here in uh, Romania. Sounds good. Thank you very much.
1: Marian Dragomir is a teacher and the leader of Masterpiece Ro. As we arrive at the end of this first episode, the first conversation along what we think will be an enlightening road, I'm going to keep Marion's words in mind about how something starts, an idea to get a shirt, or to start an NGO, or to grow locally, and then how eventually you go beyond. In the next episode of the Masterpiece Podcast, we will jump to another consonant, to hear about another experience, a subject that many leaders and founders of organizations struggle with and are curious about, how to do more, how to grow, or as they say in the startup world, how to scale up. That's next week as the 10th anniversary celebrations continue. For details, find us on Instagram, masterpieceglobal or on Facebook as Masterpiece. You can also check out stories from the past, present, and future at Masterpiece.org. The Masterpiece Podcast is produced in association with the core team and community members and friends throughout the world like yourself. Our theme music was by Ketza, incidental music by Blue Sky Moon, both published under CC Licenses. This program is published under a CCBYSA 4.0 license and edited by me. Subscribe to the Masterpiece Podcast on Apple, Spotify, PocketCasts, Google, or wherever else podcasts can be found. If we're not there already, we will be very soon. I'm working on it. Until next time, I'm Mark Fonseca Renderu. Thanks for listening. And happy birthday, Masterpiece!